Welcome to the Connect FCSN podcast. Each episode is geared towards recruiting, supporting, and retaining past, current, and future professional family and consumer sciences educators. I am your host, Barbara Scully, and I want to boldly celebrate families and careers with you. Hi, and welcome back to the Connect FCS Ed podcast. I am your host, Barbara Scully. In today's episode, we are going to be discussing important information for educators on how to close down their FCS lab and classroom for the end of the school year. This will include tips on inventory, maintenance, communication, storage, surplus, and waste. We will also cover several grants and scholarship opportunities that can help you bring value to your classroom for the coming school years. Well, let's start closing down your FCS lab and classroom. It's important to begin with inventory, taking stock of all of your equipment, tools, and supplies. This will help you determine what needs to be repaired, replaced, or ordered for the upcoming school year. Additionally, proper maintenance and cleaning of equipment should be performed to ensure its longevity and effectiveness. And again, we need to emphasize the fact that we want to use up this year's Carl Perkins grant funds because we don't like to have extra money floating around when it, we know it could be used towards our classroom and our student needs. All right, so we should focus on a little bit on like culinary arts, our foods classes. So it's important to keep track of equipment and supplies. And Yes, this goes for your reality works babies or your sewing and embroidery machines. You should be keeping track of all of your equipment and supply needs. But we really want to ensure that everything is in good condition and available for use. So here are some items that should be inventoried. So kitchen appliances, your stoves, ovens, refrigerators, freezers, microwave, blenders, mixers, other kitchen appliances should be checked to ensure that they are in good working condition. And again, this can be, you can take all of this information and you could apply it to your lab and classroom needs. How about your cooking utensils, pots, pans, baking sheets, measuring cups and spoons, spatulas? Other cooking utensils should be checked for damage, wear, and tear. Have your students do an inventory of each of their kitchens or an inventory of their sewing machines that they have been using throughout the trimester, semester, or school year. Have your students work through your inventory plan. So that way it cuts down on your time. For instance, I'm just thinking off the top of my head from my previous experiences as a foods teacher. Gosh, we'd have measuring cups galore pulled apart. So we'd have all sorts of mismatched uh, measuring cups and we'd have a surplus of extras stored in the, the back of our prep kitchen. So if in case a measuring cup got lost, which they always do because the students tear them apart, right? Well, have your students go through their measuring cups and make sure that they have all the correct measuring cups and everything is accounted for. Their teaspoons and tablespoons, have them go through all of their materials and inventory for you. 
How about your tableware, your plates, bowls, cups, glasses, silverware, serving dishes? These should all be checked for chips, cracks, and or other damages. How about the linens, your aprons? Gosh, I know my students were always using the aprons and they would have to go over to our sewing and textiles lab who they would repair them for us or we'd end up having to just buy all new aprons. But review and check off your aprons, your dish towels, tablecloths, napkins. These should all be accounted for and checked for any stains or tears. And think about your, gosh, your dish towels. Maybe it's time to adios those and get new for the new school year. And this also is the same thing for your cleaning supplies, your sponges. Adios those sponges and order all brand new sponges for the current and upcoming school year. Uh, your sponges, scrubbers, your soap and disinfectants and trash bags, these should all be inventoried and restocked as needed. But gosh, you know you're going to be using them in the coming upcoming school year, so you might as well start planning to order now using your current funds and get everything restocked and ready to go for this upcoming school year. So how about your sewing and textiles labs? So sewing and your embroidery machines and your FCS classrooms, they should all be serviced and maintained closing down the classroom. This includes cleaning and oiling the machines, replacing any worn or broken parts and ensure that they're stored in a dry and secure location. It's also important to inventory these machines and any accompanying accessories such as needles, thread, to ensure that everything is accounted for and in good working condition for the upcoming school year. Additionally, if any repairs or replacements are needed, it's best to take care of them during the summer months to avoid any delays or disruptions during the school year. Again, we're emphasizing the fact that we are wanting to close down things before summer actually hits because we don't want you to be working during the summer months. That is your time to rejuvenate, take time for your family, and enjoy your side hustles and or hobbies. But when it comes to inventory, sewing, and textile items, there's a, a few important steps to, to follow. So I need you to create a comprehensive list of all your sewing and textile items. These include your machines, supplies, and materials. Use a spreadsheet. Assign each item a unique identification number or code and label each item with this number or code. Conduct physical checks of the inventory to ensure that all items are present and in good condition. These checks should be done at least once per semester, trimester, whatever system your school is on. Keep a record of re any repairs and maintenance performed on each item. So maybe do you have a CTE secretary? If you do, you might wanna reach out to them and ask them, hey, do you have a current inventory system that you use? And if so, hey, do you think you could send it over my way? So that way, when I'm checking things off, I'm following the certain protocol. So when an item is checked out or used, make sure to record the date and the name of the person who checked it out or used it. So by following all of these steps, you can keep your sewing and textile inventory organized and ensure that all items are accounted for and well-maintained. 
As mentioned, you can create simple spreadsheets or use some sort of inventory management software program to keep track of all items in your lab. Again, reach out to your CTE secretary if you have one for your district or your school building because they are your best friend. Again, be sure to label and number each item so it's easy to identify and locate. When taking inventory, pay attention to the condition of each item. Note any damages or defects so you can make necessary repairs or replacements before the next school year. It's also a good idea to take pictures of each item as evidence of its condition. Again, we cannot emphasize enough. Document, document, document. It is your best friend. Once you've completed the inventory, you can decide on items, on which items that need to be stored, sold, donated, or disposed of. This will help keep your lab organized, reduced up clutter, and make it easier to set up for the next school year. Your classroom supplies, those are heavy, heavy use items. Your paper, pencils, pens, markers, scissors, glue, and other classroom supplies, they should all be inventoried and restocked as needed. Keeping an accurate inventory of your items can help ensure that the FCS classroom is fully equipped and ready to use. Now on to the next tip, communication. Communication is key and I cannot emphasize that enough. Make sure you communicate to your administration and your colleagues about the state of your FCS lab and classroom. Take photos, as I said, as I mentioned earlier, document, document, document. Any repairs needed and what items that need to be ordered for the upcoming school year, this will help you have the resources and the support that you need for next school year. And additionally, when we have our custodial staff and janitors coming through our, each of our classrooms doing their deep cleans, when things get moved, you have that evidence to be able to say, I know these items were here when I left. Then all of a sudden you have, you have, <laughs> let's, let's just face the fact, this is a CYA cover your ass but we don't want anybody to be in trouble or anything like that but we just want to make sure that we are doing our due diligence that we have all of the supplies that we have accounted for they're there for the the upcoming school year so storage let's talk about it storage is another important consideration when closing down the classroom make sure all equipment and supplies are stored properly to avoid damage or deterioration if you have surplus items that you no longer need, consider donating them to other educators or community organizations. Um, but you just, as an FCS teacher, you cannot just go and decide what can be surplus or not. That is something that you have to take up to, with your administration, your CTE director, um, CTE secretary. You have to follow the uh, certain protocols that your district has set in place in order to be surplused. If you have communicated and over communicated with your CTE director on items that need to be uh, adios to, um, and they haven't done anything, you know, that's where you have to communicate with your CTE secretary or your administration of your school building. Maybe you need to put it on a cart and kind of walk it on down to them and say, I have had emails go out 
saying these items that need to be surplus they haven't been picked up since i put out the initial email and i've done certain follow-up emails on this matter but nothing's been done i need them out of my classroom so that way i can prepare for new inventory and here you go put it on them but lastly and that's and that's all a part of communication right so communication is key they are going to be your best advocates your supporters and also maybe they will forget because they're also human so always 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 think that everybody has the best of intentions don't don't jump the gun and think oh like oh they're just sweeping me under the rug always lead with the best of intentions it's the end of the school year everybody is you know taxed and tired and a lot has taken place over the past nine months be gentle so lastly it's important to properly dispose of any waste generated during the closing down process this includes properly disposing of chemicals and hazardous waste materials in accordance with local regulations but also what how about your own district's compliance measurements so really you need to be contacting um, your safety uh, resource officer and find out what this what the protocols are when it comes to taking care of chemicals and other hazardous materials that you have in your classroom so now that is closing down your FCS classroom now let's talk about grants and scholarship opportunities for FCS educators we have the summer let's think about it let's take advantage of all the wonderful opportunities that we have ahead so there are several grants and scholarship opportunities available for FCS educators that can enhance your classroom experience such as the USDA offers several grants that can help you enhance your classroom and provide hands-on learning experiences for your students. For example, resident instruction grants programs for institutions of higher education in insular areas and agriculture and food sciences facilities and equipment. The, this grant can help you acquire equipment and resources that can enhance your students' learning projects and experiences. Another one is the Renewable Resources Extension Act. National Focus Funds projects grants can help you develop innovative curricula and provide hands-on learning experiences for your students, which support innovative curricula and provides training and outreach to rural communities. Additionally, the Home Baking Association offers an award for FCS educators who focuses on baking education as its interdisciplinary benefits to young people. This award includes a $1,000 prize and entries must be submitted by May 31st, 2023. So you have a month. <laughs> Another opportunity for FCS educators is the Family and Consumer Sciences Education Scholarship. This scholarship supports students who are pursuing a career in FCS education by providing financial assistance. This scholarship can be used to cover tuition, books, and other educational expenses. The National Association of Teacher Educators in Family and Consumer Sciences, NATFACS, offers several grants and scholarships. For example, the NATFACS Leadership Development Grant supports educators who want to enhance their leadership skills 
and become more involved in their profession. The Nate Facts Research Grant is also available to support research related to FCS education. Additionally, the American Association of Family Consumer Sciences, AAFCS, offers several scholarships and awards. The AAFCS Graduate Scholarship supports graduate students pursuing a degree in FCS education, while AAFCS Undergraduate Scholarships support undergraduate students in the same field. The AAFCS New Achiever Award recognizes individuals who've made significant contributions to the FCS education within their first seven years of teaching. These grants and scholarships, they can provide valuable resources to support FCS educators and allowing them to enhance their classroom and provide better learning experiences for their students. You educators should take advantage of all of these opportunities and apply for these grants and scholarships that best suits your needs and goals. If you're looking for more grants and scholarship opportunities, please visit www.fcsed.net forward slash prepare forward slash prepare hyphen scholarships for a complete list. You can also find this link on my website. So that was a whole lot of information and in helping you close down your FCS classroom and also providing you with amazing scholarship and or grant opportunities for this next school year or future school years. You have a lot of great opportunities and I don't want you to miss out on any anything. So if you have any questions, always please feel free to reach out to me. You can message me or send me a, a quick chat or just email. I Whichever way you want to, I'm 100% accessible to you. I appreciate your support in spreading the word about Family and Consumer Sciences. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share all of our content to help us reach more educators and make our voice heard. Thank you for joining me in advocating for the importance of FCS in education and most importantly, helping you close down your FCS classroom and scholarships and more. As always, my friends, let's continue leading the way with student success with FCS. We're better together. Barbara Scully from the Connect FCS Ed podcast presents a fresh take on recruitment and support for today's modern home economics educators in the Family and Consumer Sciences, FCS Classroom, sharing insightful stories, strategies, and resources in a fun and sustainable and practical way. Each episode focuses on a different aspect of modern home economics. From community engagement, leadership, classroom management, to lessons and more, each episode brings a different perspective, offering expert professional development, interviews from a collaborative worldwide FCS community, with the hope that it will inspire and empower you to make informed decisions. Together, we are better at leading the way to student success with FCS.